Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Malunio, aka Rosanna Mod. I don't know anybody that says my name like that. Rosanna. I don't know anybody. If you know how to say my name like that, please uh, videotape yourself saying it so I can hear it. <laughs> so I was just joking. Actually not. I'm not joking. I'm totally serious. I say that I'm joking, but I really say I'm not saying it. But anyway, this is episode 109. I want to tell you guys, you're awesome. In case you didn't know that, we'll start just like that. Today's Tuesday. My Coco update is she gets her cone off at next week and can't wait for that. Can't wait because uh, it's going to be very weird. I, I have not cheated in taking it off at all. So she's had it on the whole time. I hear that the best way to do it is to is to just tough love and just let them wear it even if they cry. And she has been sometimes uh, unbearable but for the most part she's been good i clean it around while she's still in the cone i wanted to talk about something today i was at home watching reruns of leave it to beaver i don't know if you guys watch that show leave it to beaver a lot of my friends have never even heard of it a lot of my younger friends don't know what the hell i'm talking about but i'm so addicted to this show now i wasn't even born in the 50s okay watching this show not even my mother likes to watch it my mother's in her late 80s and she can't stand that she's like why do you watch old shows i love old shows i don't know what it is i really believe that i was born in another time in the 50s i think i belonged in the 50s type setting not because i like this fashions because i do but i really do have a connection with the 50s Okay, like the Lucille McGilligetty times, okay? But this show is about a mother or father, and they have two sons. One kid is about maybe, I don't know, 10 or so, and his older brother, he's uh, like a teenager. So it's Wally is the, is the older brother, and then Beaver is the younger brother, but that's not his real name. They call him Beaver because he couldn't pronounce Theodore when he was little, so he said Beaver, which I can relate to because when I was a kid, I couldn't pronounce things correctly. And there was a lot of, you know, like for example, my grandmother, uh, her name was Isidora Machado from Sao Paulo. Her name was Isidora, and I couldn't pronounce Isidora, so I said Geka. I don't know how that even that has that's not even close to what it sounds like but Isidora Keka I don't know but it stuck so she kept that nickname well anyway back to the show see those my little ADD moments keep you entertained I hope when I watch this show I think back and not that I have anything to remember but there are some things that remind me of my childhood for example the way that they raise their kids and it's so funny because if you watch it you can start just by the fashion right you'll notice the fashions right away you'll notice how the kids don't wear jeans to school 
because jeans in the 50s were considered things that you wear like on the farm or things that you wear when you're cleaning. They're not things that you wear out in public. Jeans were considered, I guess maybe the gangs would wear jeans, like rebel, rebels, you know, bums. <laughs> People, I guess it would represent some kind of, a, I don't want to say poverty, but I would think probably. And it was considered unclassy, you know. So if you went to a party, even the kids in school, they would go to school, they never wore jeans. You'd never see kids with jeans. And they didn't wear sneakers either. They wore sneakers when they were doing athletics, if they were doing sports. Like if they were in school and they were in the gym, then they would have to wear their sneakers. So you see these kids, this little 10-year-old and this teenager, walking around with dressy pants, you know, a dressy shirt, and, and dress shoes. And they walk around. And that was the, that's the first thing you notice. Then you notice the mother. Of course, she looks like Lucille Ball, you know, with her pearls and her earrings and her dress. It's strange to me that in those days, short hair was in style. That's kind of weird to me because I, I always thought maybe longer hair would be more in style. But she had very short hair, like almost as short as her husband, which was kind of strange. And then you have the husband who's always wearing the suit and the tie, you know, is relaxing. But the way that they raise their kids and the things that they do, I relate to because in my parents were, of course, not American, not saying that Americans raise their kids differently. In the 50s, they did. But later on in the 60s and 70s, my kids, my parents raised me like they raised the kids in the 50s. They were old fashioned compared to my American friends, you know. So, for example, sleepovers. We didn't have sleepovers. We weren't allowed sleepovers because my, you know, my mother said, you have a bed. Why do you need to go to somebody else's bed? And in retrospect, I understand that because when I raised my kids, I did the same thing. I didn't want them to go to sleepovers. I never trusted that because even though I know like the mom, I don't know the mom's boyfriend. I don't know the mom's husband. I don't know if anybody else is in the house. Maybe she's got an older son that, you know, that's in the next room where the kids are going to be sleeping. But no, I don't trust. So unless you know everybody that's in the house, then how could you trust your kids to sleep over? I think that's a question you might want to ask yourself. What do they do? You know, because they're not going to be sleeping, if you think about it. They call it a sleepover, but they're not really going to be sleeping. They're going to be messing around. They're going to watch TV. They're going to make prank phone calls. They're going to do stupid crap, you know, while the parents are there. And then when it's time to go to sleep, you know, is somebody going to walk into the room? I'm just saying, just please, this is just things that pop into my head, but it's true. As a parent, you really do have to be a little stricter. And today I saw an episode on the beaver, which was about how Wally, who's so cute, Tony Dow played Wally, and Jerry Mathers Mathers played Beaver, Barbara Billingsley played June Cleaver, who was the mother, and Hugh Beaumont played Wart Cleaver, who was the father. And yes, the last name is Cleaver, so Beaver Cleaver, right? But anyway, so I totally understand and I totally get how you would mispronounce because that's one of the things that Beaver does is that he mispronounces, he misses like me just now. He mispronounces things and he has a hard time with words and expressing himself. So I, I related to that with him. But Tony Dow in this episode, and I can't remember the name of the episode, but you know what? I should find out the name of the episode. Hold on. Okay, it's called Wally's Hair Comb. What happens is Wally has this new hairstyle. 
all the kids in school are doing it. So he's doing it too. And he greases the hell out of his hair. And then he kind of does like a DA, you know, like they did in the 50s where you slick it back. But he doesn't slick it back. He slicks it, he slicks it up on each side and combs it in. So it almost looks like a flock of seagulls hairstyle. When I see that, I thought that was so funny. And the parents are looking at him like, he's crazy. You know, what are you, what is that? He goes, all oh, the kids are wearing it. He looks ridiculous, you know. Then all of a sudden his other friends are wearing it. And then what happens next is something that would never happen now, where the mother actually goes to the school and talks to the principal and tells him, is there a way she can make the kids stop wearing this hairstyle? And he says, no, I mean, they're gonna stop wearing it on their own. And um, I thought, wow, she actually went to the school to talk to the principal to tell him that this hairstyle is not cool and, and it's ridiculous. And then when Beaver copied his brother and he started doing the same thing, she just lost her mind. You know, she's like, get up there and, and fix your hair. And then she told Wally, you, you do the same thing. You, you take that hairstyle off. You look ridiculous. She presented a, a situation where Wally was embarrassed of her or of the parents, I forget what it was that she said. And she made him understand that it's that kind of a feeling. It's like, I'm embarrassed. And he's like, really that bad? And he's, she's like, yes. And he's like, well, I didn't never really thought of it that way, you know. But the funny thing about that is the fact that everybody, you're going to notice if you watch the show, how everybody in the community, how everybody in the neighborhood knows each other. And it's not like they're ratting on you but in a way they kind of take care of you. They kind of take care of each other. Like uh, when one of the neighbor's kids, Lumpy, Wally's friend starts doing the same hairstyle, his father calls Wally's father and says, my son has this new hairstyle and he just told me that your son, Wally, you know, is wearing it and that's where he got the idea. I think you should talk to Wally and tell him to stop wearing his hairstyle that way. It's like, what? That would never happen now that would never happen now so the fact that everybody kind of uh joins in and intermingles with each other and helps each other out that way i think that missing link is what's needed now i think that if we had that kind of camaraderie that kind of uh responsibility to not not really a responsibility because we really shouldn't really care about what everybody else does you know around us we but but I think it, in a way we should sort of I think in a way and especially when it comes to children especially if you are living in a neighborhood or a community where there are children and your kids have have friends I think it's your responsibility yes to become friends with their parents with those kids' parents. Get to know that family. Get involved more with your children's lives. There's a lot of parts in Leave it to Beaver that make me uncomfortable when it comes to the mother, June, being very nosy in Wally's life and in Beaver's life. She's so nosy. Like it kind of bothers me a little bit, but then I stop and I say, you know what? If she wasn't nosy, then that's when the bad stuff happens because the kids get away with it and they don't tell you. There's so many instances like today, what was it that she did? I got, I saw so many episodes. I can't remember now 
Um, and I watch them back to back. I don't watch just like one show today and another one tomorrow. I, I, I'll watch like 10 or 20 in a row because that's just, I really love the show. There was a part, I guess, where, I don't know, where Beaver came home and he was kind of quiet. And she's like, uh, is everything okay, Beaver? And he's like, yeah, mom, I'm good. You know, that's another thing. They're so respectful to the parents, the kids. They're completely respectful. May, may I be excused, you know, when they finish their dinner? You know, may I be excused from the table? Yes, yes, you may, you know. <laughs> Thank you, you know, good night. Thank you for the dinner. It's just so crazy how different it is. Well, anyway, back to what she was, what he was saying. He came in all upset, I think, or he was just had his head down. And she said, is everything okay, Beaver? And he said something like, yeah, mom. You know, she said, are you sure? He goes, well, why did you, why were you late? Or something like that. And he said, oh, I was just talking with the boys from school. She goes, oh, really? Who were the boys? He tells, well, you know, I was talking to uh, Whitey and Larry's his best friend. She's like, oh, what were you guys talking about? And I'm like, why is she asking? Why is she getting so nosy? But the kid answers her. He doesn't say, none of your business. Or he doesn't walk away and say, you know, leave me alone. Or yeah. And she asks, not like, if your kid came home with their head down and you would say, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going up to my room. Okay, night, love you. You know, and that's the end of that, right? Then the kid is by himself and he's like not communicating with you because you're not saying anything to him. And you're not asking and you're not digging to find out what's going on, right? But that's your kid. And if if that was your husband or your wife would you allow that to happen would you let them walk away and okay I'm going to bed good night whatever really would you let that happen or would you be a little bit more nosy and curious so I think that these shows are very important in teaching uh, parents really the fundamental basic rules of getting respect from your kids teaches the kids the fundamental rule of respecting your parents it may sound corny it may sound very Americana. A lot of millennials will not understand that. They'll look at it and they'll say, that's BS. You know, it's a bunch of crap, you know. They're going to get mad. They're going to, whatever the media is feeding them, that they're going to think that's, you know, pro-America or whatever. And that's not the way it was. That's not cool. You know, they don't know anything. That's corny. They're a bunch of nerds. Whatever crap that they want to say. The fact of the matter is, kids were safer then. You didn't have to worry, you know, that somebody was going to pick them up after school and, you know, and and you were going to find them, you know, dead in a field somewhere. You didn't have to worry that somebody was going to pretend that they're a kid when they're really an adult pedophile. You, you didn't have to worry about that stuff back then. And it's not just because of, it's not just because of media or social media or computers or anything like that I mean there's there's another thing there's one phone in the house it's a rotary phone for you guys that don't know what rotary phones are <laughs> really get one I I happen to think that they're freaking cool and I really want to have one like a wall phone I want one they have one phone that's in the middle of the living room they have a sofa and another little chair that's facing each other and facing this little table where the phone sits. When there's a phone call, everybody that's sitting around gets to listen to the conversation. There's a few times where, where the phone rang and Wally would go to the phone, you know, and pick up the phone and be like, hello, oh yeah, uh, hi, uh-huh, yeah, okay, well, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll do that. I'll talk to you tomorrow then. All right, thanks. And then June is like, who was that? 
And I'm like cringing. Why are you asking? You know, it's none of your business. But in a way, it is her business because it's her house and it's her son. And he's a minor still. She's responsible. She wants to know what's going on. So she's like, who was that? And he's like, oh, it's just a, just a kid from school. And, and she, she's like, who is it? Do we know him? Yeah, it was just, you know, like this new kid. Or I'm just making it up. But I'm just giving you an example. Oh, well, what did he want? Oh, he just wanted to know if I had the homework for whatever. Oh, and then the, and then the father will jump in, you know, and say, oh, really? What, what class? It's a, honestly, it's so, it, it's so like an interrogation. But at the same time, it's what you do as a parent when you want to make sure that your kids are safe. And sometimes you have to do these things. And when you raise your kids that young to be that way and to be used to or to get used to that sort of those formalities and those guidelines that you're setting up for them as they're growing by the time they get to be adults they're going to understand that there's a right and there's a wrong that there's a respect and there's a not respect there's a there's a way to handle a situation there's a way not to handle a situation there's a way to be they're going to raise honest men these kids are going to these men are going to grow up and they're going to be respectful to women. They're going to be respectful to you know their their father or their mother. They're going to teach their kids how to be respectful to their parents. They're going to understand that there are rules in a home that people follow. They're going to understand that you have to be honest, and there's a level of integrity and moral ethic being taught here. And at the end of every show, you get to learn something. Like there's a little lesson learned. Everything that happened will come to a final, you know, culmination of the moral of the story. Okay. So it's nice. It's a nice, corny way to spend an evening with your kids watching a time in America where the fundamentals of raising your children was safe. Er. Okay where it taught many lessons about life and everyday predicaments. I mean, they had everyday things happen. There's like 264 episodes or something. It was crazy how many, like six years. Uh, so you get to watch the kids grow up. You get to see them little, and then you get to see them, you get to see Wally dating. You know, they got the prom, they have the girlfriend, they have, it's so neat to watch them. Yes, I said the word neat. It's so neat to watch them grow up you have to see it from the very beginning, or you could pick your own episodes that you like. But I, I saw it from the very, very beginning. And by the way, I've been checking up on them, and Tony Dow is an artist. He has, I gotta say, beautiful work. Tony Lee Dow is an American film producer, director, sculptor, and television actor. Okay, best known for his role in Leave it to Beaver and Wallet. I would love to get him on this show and interview him. Oh my God, I would love it. What is it that he works in? Let me see. Oh, he's on Instagram. I'm going to follow him. Followed. Oh, TonyDowSculpture.com. How neat is that? Hey, Tony, if you're listening to this, I would love to interview you. And you can tell me all about your your uh, artistic endeavors and the show, of course. But want to focus more on what you're doing now. So this is pretty awesome and pretty cool. I would love to get him on here. And of course, you know, Jerry Mathers. 
Jerry Mathers. Gerald Patrick Mathers is an American actor. Mathers is best known for his role in sitcom Leave It to Beaver from 1957 to 1963. Okay. JerryMathers.com. Everybody kind of looks the same. Just their hair looks different, really. But he looks still the same. You can totally see it. Oh, and he's got some books here. That's pretty cool. See, I would love to get uh, these people on my have a, a nice little conversation all right well that makes me feel really old <laughs> right now anyway so I would really suggest that you totally watch the show and just learn a little bit about what life used to be because we all learn from the past from the family aspect I'm not talking about political I'm not talking about anything else I'm just talking about the family unit itself and how different it is now compared to what it used to be and how nice it was it was just so much safer you know where you could just kiss your kid goodbye and have him walk to school and not have to worry that anybody was going to pick him up or like how long I don't even know how long the walk was from the cleaver's house to school I don't think I don't know if that was ever mentioned but I'd be curious it's probably not just a couple of blocks it's probably a few blocks and there was never any worry you know you never had cops knocking on your door or any kind of gang related activities or anything and everything was very straightforward so all right well on that note I will say goodbye well how long are we doing on this let me see how long we have we are at 27 minutes. I Okay, wow. I'm at 27 minutes. I'm going to have to lean this down. Talk through the 27 minutes so that you should realize how much of an edit I do and how many bloopers I actually have on this one because I have quite a few. I let some F-bombs drop very many times. Okay. I will talk to you guys soon. Uh, if you want to become a podcaster, please click the link below where it says Buzzsprout. Yes, I do get something from that, and why not? Share and share alike. And if you want to support the show, feel free to do that. Thank you very much. Do whatever you got to do. And also, I wanted to let you know, don't forget to visit my Amazon handmade shop, Rosanna Mod Shop. The links are below. You're not going to be able to find me on Google. From what I understand, Amazon doesn't do that whole link thing. I don't know. With Google, you have to do it yourself. I have a couple of things on Poshmark. I started that. Yep, that's it. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Tomorrow is Wednesday Works. We're all about business and we'll see what's going on there. And from my house to yours, Coco and I wish you all a very nice evening. Thank you so much for listening. Every one of you, appreciate it. I feel the love. Do you feel my love? Yeah? Okay. God bless you. And what do we say? Bye.